The game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has five stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. Pacers runnings, they've got you covered for everything. And I'm assuming Stoner just literally ran off the screen. He's got to be in his Pacers running shoes as well. You can get a virtual fitting or hit up one of their stores. They'll get you in the right pair of shoes. Great group of people, local DC DMV stores. So that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do is support your local people there. Not sure what's happening with Stoner. I have a feeling this is going to be a bit, though. Is it a drive? That better that that the the old man bladder hit him or right. something. <laughs> or time to feed the dog? Was that what it was? <laughs> yeah, time to feed Sparty. Sorry, that was unavoidable. I apologize, but I just I'm sorry. Inside, you know, behind the scenes, pull back the curtain. I had to pee. I'm yeah. sorry. I was I about to say old to man bladder. Somebody. Old man bladder is what hit. <laughs> so he was. You could tell right before we uh, we hit the uh, the ad break there that he was ready to run and then he disappeared and i was just like all right i thought it was gonna be a bit it wasn't a bit at all no uh 2023 draft class is in the books Mm. Uh, and stoner you and i have Mm. given our our kind of overall grade for it i want trev your your grade before we get into going over some of these players that washington picked up my overall grade would probably be a b to a c a B because it seems like we drafted according to position needs, roster needs, team building needs. Uh, we didn't go for the the sexy names that much. And that's why I lead to a C is because we drafted a lot of, we'll see, um, maybes. Um, I mean, I'm going to let you get it all out, Trev, but I got to challenge a bunch of what you've already said. But go ahead. I mean, <laughs> you know. I mean, it's not always about being sexy in the draft and, and drafting the biggest name, but also it's like, all right, well, you go through the whole offseason before leading up to the draft, discussing what you need. You kind of address it due to free agency, but you still want you want to uh, address it in the draft because you didn't in the free agency. Hmm. And then you don't address it in the draft until late or barely at all when you could get, like, I don't know, maybe some higher caliber players at the position rather than selling for a seventh round or an undrafted free agent. I don't know. It's just kind of weird how we're told what we're looking to do in the draft, and then we kind of go completely opposite. Or maybe, I don't know, it's just the smoke could maybe think we're going completely opposite. But it's just, you know, not a very, like, oh, like, we got to – we nailed the first round, the second round, third round, like the Eagles, for example, or the Steelers or the Lions even, like, they like nailed their draft. You know, teams that were either trying to make the playoffs or going to the Super Bowl are already there. So I don't know. A B because we filled our needs, but C was like, we'll see if they're going to work out or not. So, yeah. And a lot of drafts are that way, right? Like yeah. you just don't know, even the ones that you might give a bad grade to, like you still have kind of like this where you're going to have to wait and see to see how it uh, pans out. So, unless you completely go sideways, it's, it's, uh, there's always some room to flex there. Now we did ask people on our community channel and I'm going to ask here on the live channel as well, go ahead and put in your grade uh, and how you feel like the, Oh, how the commanders did overall this draft class. 
And as we have some streaming in here, I'm going to read some of the comments from when we asked fans this. Uh, Evan gave them an A minus. Not a fan of them, but I watched Forbes all throughout college. They got the best corner in the class. Uh, we got um, 1418 Phillips saying Stromberg's probably going to be a center. James with a C plus. King J A minus. TK at a D minus. Not happy with the 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 draft overall. Um. Uh, Indian Lake Ohio said compared to other teams, not good. And little Sonny said B plus Gus bus. I think you put up here. Uh, yes, you did. You said B is a bad grade when one third of the league gets A's. Mm-hmm. I I have a hard time with this. This is, this is malarkey when it comes to kind of the grades that people hand out. If, if, if you're trying to say somebody had an A plus draft, well, I get that each team has different needs, and it's possible multiple teams can have an A. But if if two-thirds or one-third of the league ends up with an A, I feel like that's disingenuous. Not everybody can come out with an A. It's just, to me, I feel like that's an, that's a, that's an impossible standard to have. Now, it's not necessarily like you only have a quota to hit as far as how many teams can get an A, how many can get a B. But a B is a solid grade, I think, for a team to get in a draft. That that. That means that they went after some means. That means that they have some room to grow. Maybe they took a player that you weren't expecting. Um, maybe a little higher in some cases. But, I mean, we're not exactly the team that drafted a running back with the eighth pick, right? We're not a team that sexy. That, that got Amir um, uh, Gibbs uh, at 12. You know, uh, yeah, those are big splashes. There are scary splashes. There's also a devalued position. And, uh, and yeah, a lot of people thought Christian Gonzalez would have been the pick there with the first pick at 16 or the potential to trade back. They got Emmanuel Forbes. And I, I tell you what, the more I'm more and more I'm, I'm looking at this, the more and more I'm, I'm happy. And that's going to be a little bit with a lot of these players. Now, part of that is, you know, I'm looking <laughs> at positives as, as, I, as I start to pick them apart. But uh, Emmanuel Forbes, I think, was – the most solid pick uh, at 16 that the team could have gone with. Nathan, you sat and thought about it a little while and you're liking the draft even more. Trev gave it a B, maybe a C. So let's say maybe a B minus C plus. Yeah. I've thought, I've thought about it quite a bit and I've listened and watched and researched and all that. Can I tell you something? I've changed my grade. You were at a B minus to start. I was at a B minus. Okay. I've changed my grade and I'm going to tell you why, but I'm going to tell you what my new grade is. I give this draft a D plus a D is in dog. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you why. And of course, nobody knows anything. I don't know anything in terms of how these players are going to pan out. All right. But I'm, I, I get paid to make opinions. So I'm Mm -hmm. going to give you an opinion. And my opinion is that this was not a good draft. And here's why. When we looked at the off season, when we got to the off season, Mm -hmm. what was our biggest need? Our most glaring need. The off season. I'm not just talking about the draft. I'm just talking about overall. What did everybody complain about the most? Linebacker. No linebacker is so. not a need. I, I would have gone. Lineman? I would have gone offensive line. 
offensive line was the biggest thing that everybody said. It didn't matter if you put Carson back there or Heineke back there or Howell back there. They were running for their lives all season long because this line was not good. And so I'm going to throw some stats out at you. Okay. Do do what you want with the stats. Okay. <laughs> you can you can uh, you could say, well, those are just dumb stats. They're not even that in depth or whatever. But the NFL uses yards per game as their uh, what they use as sure. their measurement. Okay. Offensively. Washington was 20th on offense for total yards. 20th, bottom third of the league. Yeah. Passing the ball, they were 21st. Running the ball, they were 12th. Not terrible. Okay. Points per game, 18.9 points per game. (laughs) They were 24th in the league. There were only seven, eight teams worse than they were. The offense was horrible, and everybody blamed the offensive line. That was the biggest need. Maybe you can say quarterback. Maybe you can say Scott Turner. Quarterback was abysmal. That's awful. Some weak NBA players average more points than that. (laughs) So what does Washington do? Washington goes into the offseason, and they pick up two below-average linemen. By every metric that you look at, Andrew Wiley and Nick Gates are below-average linemen. They're different. Lineman that this team has had. Wiley (laughs) gave up nine sacks and 49 pressures last year. And has a Super Bowl. Which is third worst in the league, in the entire league for tackles. Nine sacks, one guy. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. At the end of the year, when you looked at their grades, this is again, it's PFF. You could say PFF is they're terrible, whatever. It's still a metric. It's a certain metric that they use. This is what they said about Kansas City's offensive line. Wiley allowed nine sacks and 49 pressures. His spot is an obvious area for KC to upgrade in 2023. They wanted Wiley out with the quickness because he wasn't good enough. <laughs> then you talk about Nick Gates. Fine, he had he had some injuries. And last year he came back and he played 10 games. He only started like three. And after those three games he started, he didn't start anymore. He didn't even play all the games anymore. Why? Was he not good enough? Was he still feeling the effects of the injury? Not good enough. Whatever it was, he's coming over here now. Yeah, baby. Two offensive linemen. (laughs) You got three. Three starters coming back. Chase Rouye, uh, Charles Leno, and Sam Cosme. You drafted two offensive linemen in the third and the fourth round. Yep. Right? Yep. They're not even projected to be starters. So a terrible offensive line, you got three guys coming back. You got two in free agency and two in the draft. And you still don't know who is starting at left guard? Who's no. starting at left guard? No one knows yet. We still got OTAs and stuff. There's right. If yeah, offensive line, it's go out and get yourself a freaking starter at left guard. And if you want to say the second round is too early to take Osiris Torrance, 
who was graded as a first rounder, who was there for you in the second now, round. Now we've got to the crux of it all there, Trav. I'm just using he, he, wants, he, wants, he wants the Gator. Why didn't you get Cody Mock, who was there, who went right after you, right after you picked up a corner? Offense was the problem, Trev, in the off in with this team last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Defensively, they were the third ranked defense in the entire NFL. Their points per game, they were seventh. Against the run, they were eleventh, and against against the path pass, they were fourth. Yeah. I, I think that some of those numbers are going to be misleading. I'm not sure what, what you're it, basing off on the fourth. What, what is it? Yards yeah. per game is what yards you're, you're going That's what okay. the NFL uses when they rank okay. teams. That's, that's what they that's, use. Uh, that's an awful way to How many did things. you lose? How many how many defensive backs did you lose this year? I agree that Not offensive yet. line Players. was a high priority. Zero you know so I like you the offensive You lost Bobby McCain. Line. Oh, yeah, that's right. You bought, that's okay, so you want to replace him? Great. You want to say Manuel Forbes here. is the best no. cover guy at 16? Fine. Take him. You, but do you know what Ron Rivera said about Quan Martin? He said he's really good at a lot of stuff. He's not great at anything. <laughs> In the second round, you took a guy who's not great at anything? And you took him at a position where your defense was ranked fourth Against the pass. Don't don't listen to coach speak. They they railed Jamin Davis last year and he turned out pretty darn good. Uh back to the offense, Stoner. I'm gonna give a shout out to JP Finley uh <laughs> for this information here. Part of the reason why they were so bad last year was quarterback play. Winston Heineke last year averaged about 210 yards per game with 23 passing touchdowns combined. Mm-hmm. They, they also turned it over way too much, 15 combined interceptions. Another 13 fumbles. And that brings me to my next point, Nathan. Sam Howell is the answer to everybody's prayers. Sam Howell is the answer. All of a sudden, all those offensive line problems are all going to be fixed because of Sam Howell. Yeah. Do you know how many of these other teams and their fans look at Washington (laughs) and laugh? that we're putting all of our eggs in the Sam Howell basket. Well, who the hell else do you want to put out there? Jacoby Brissett? No, but I'm saying do things to help Sam Howell. Your offense was the problem. Get him some real offensive lineman help. Get him a tight end. We all know about the tight end position. Yeah, they love the room. Give him some help. Didn't Michael Mayer? No, I think Mayer went before in the second. No, round. he didn't in oh, the yeah. second round. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. About in the second. Round. I'm not saying draft one in the first round, but they didn't give any help in this off season to their glaring weakness, and they didn't do it in the draft, and that's why I dropped it. You drafted a guy in the third and the fourth round, and they're just going to be rotation uh, backups. Why are you not drafting guys? that are going to be starters to help the worst part of the team. EB is not some savior either, that he's just going to come in and fix everything. They're, they are definitely banking a lot on Sam Howell playing better at QB than the combination last year. They're banking a lot on EB being able to improve this offense. And I just want to point out that Wiley did win a Super Bowl ring and did not give up a sack to the vaunted Philadelphia Eagles record-setting defensive line 
uh, during that Super Bowl game. Wah, wah, wee, woo. I'm just saying. Do it starter. over the course of the season, okay. which he did not do. He did you not can, do it over and the course of the season. And Kansas did. this. You can Bowl win with an time. average offensive line. I, I get that you're having a little bit of flashbacks from Andrew Norwell and who was the other guy that was signed Trey last Turner. year? Trey Turner. Trey Turner. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get that you're having flashbacks. You know, when we th- we signed them, we're like, hey, these are quality, decent you know, guys. Maybe they can be coached up. We were so high on uh, on uh, offensive line coaching and everything was going to be all right. I get being down on, on these uh, particular pickups. Gates is probably going to be the guy who's just kind of filling a gap wherever he can fill a gap. Stromberg absolutely could be our starting center here because Chase Roulet could just be a, a cap casualty. He probably will be. He probably will, which you know Norwell's going to get cut. He's he's still under contract. Yeah. But, yeah, Chase Roulet probably is. And they could still do something from here on out. They could cut two or three guys and all of a sudden have $25 million that they can spend on a left guard who gets cut from somewhere else mm-hmm. for cap reasons, or they can do it to sign a linebacker. But I'm just talking about for right now, the position that they're in and what they did in this draft. And again, the reason I didn't like two cornerbacks in what was the strength of this team, not necessarily cornerbacks, but pass defense was the strength of this team. Fourth ranked in the NFL. They didn't ha- they didn't take turnovers. That was an issue, whatever. But we all know this defense carried the team. So why are we adding to the defense the strength of the team and not adding to the offense, which was the weakness of the team? Maybe we're drafting because we're going to lose some key defensive starters that we may not even think about. And we're just preparing for the future. I have a different take. I don't think we're going to lose any key defensive starters. Yeah, girl. Uh, <clears throat> this year? Pos- not this yeah. year, but but don't maybe next year. Maybe he doesn't get maybe he doesn't get re-signed. Here's yeah, here's girl. what I think is going to happen, why they went the way they did in this draft, uh, with back-to-back defensive backs to start it off. Okay. One, I think we're going to see a lot of five defensive backs on the field. You're going you always want to put your best players on the field, right? I think we're going to start seeing a lot of just Jamin Davis as the lone linebacker. Uh, Cam Curl or Defoe can come up, fill that box space. You can have Emmanuel Forbes. That's total you speculation can, on you. It totally is, but it's also <laughs> speculation that these guys are going to be trash. I'm not saying they're going to be trash. I cut Defoe. You I literally like just lambasted Wiley and Gates oh, and Stromberg. Awesome. And Braden Daniels saying that they're not even going to be good. They're just going to be Braden fillers. Daniels they're just going to be backups. In the fourth round. A Braden Daniels was, I, I think, a sneaky good pick. I'm really I like happy him. with Braden How come Daniels? they didn't say, there's our left guard? Because he's because not. Like, hmm, I don't know. Hopefully. Because he he's not. Be put, he might be. But why aren't, they, why aren't they getting a guy that you say, left guard is a glaring need for this team. Why aren't they saying we're drafting a guy to fill that position that was the worst position on the team last year, and we still don't know who's playing there? <laughs> we're gonna have Daniels and and Sadiq Charles is playing there. Sadiq Charles and Chris Paul and Nick Gates and Stromberg. We're gonna have all these guys 
who are obviously not good enough to be called the left guard, they're going to battle for the left guard. Good luck with that. That's Thank a horrific, me. horrific plan. This is the Stoner, who, by the way, never... wants to be there for, for week one. Yep, competition. Really Lots ever... of competition there. Hopefully Daniels, uh, Gus Bus saying, hopefully Daniels is right tackle, pushes Wiley to left guard. That yeah. is the important note there. Even though he's listed as a guard, the team announced him as a tackle. Uh, two up, two down. Just want to point out, uh, two up, two down says one linebacker would mean six DBs on the field. Not necessarily. Washington loves to play five oh, defensive five linemen. So you could do a 5-1-5. Five, five, uh, but yeah, there could easily be a 4-1-6 uh, that goes in there as well. So it, again, the main point with the defense is you got you to put you got to put the best players on the field. You got to play one of the things that this defense has been missing, and this is why they they went there. Okay, sure, they're they're maybe not having as many people pass on them, or they they're they're good defensively in in some of these categories that Stoner mentions. You know where they're not good defensively, Stoner? Turn takeaways. Takeaways. Yeah, they're you address that, that with the Forbes. You address that. Now you, move on to another need. Now not you got it. You got it. You got it with Claude Martin in the second as well. Either not going to re-sign Cam Curl for the long run, or you're cutting Defoe sooner than rather than later. Long run, schmong run. They've got to win this hey, year. Hey, I'm just telling you what. That's, that's how Ron. That's right, how right. Ron drafts. He drafts for the future, not for now. Well, I don't know about that. After the Look, first <laughs> round, he doesn't. After the first round, he doesn't. Think about it. After the first round, he doesn't. Think about it. Okay, give me some examples besides well, Quan Martin, who is, in Ron's own words, good at a lot of things, great at nothing. He dra- Emmanuel Forbes is the win now pick, and then everything else is the we can build around and see what we have beyond next. Is what I, it's my opinion how he drafts defensively I'm and offensive him. and offensively. He's a defensive he did coach nothing like- for that offense. I know, so I'm saying I think he did home like his win now pick was Emmanuel Forbes because. We're bad at takeaways. We just added that. And then the rest of the picks are just to add for the future. But when he's not going to be here, if he is here, like he doesn't care about winning now in the second round, third round, or fourth round. doesn't make sense. I'm All with right, you, Trip, I'm with Let you. me ask you this. What was your reaction when whoever it was, oh, it was London Fletcher. When London Fletcher went out there and he said, with the 47th pick of the NFL draft, wait a minute, when he said with the with 47th pick of the <laughs> With the 47th pick of the NFL draft, the Washington Commanders select Jartavius Martin. Yeah. Cornerback. Yeah. Illinois. What yeah. was your immediate reaction? Who the hell is Jartavius or Jartavius Quan Martin? That was and, my reaction. And, and why the hell did we take another defensive back round two? And now. Now you're totally different. Why? Because they brainwashed you. <laughs> no, they brainwashed I said, you to no, love it. No, 16 was the win now pick, and okay. every other pick was the ah uh, for the future or whatever. We'll just take him to see because maybe he'll be good two or three years from now instead of winning now. I'm uh, with that's you. A terrible strategy. No, I know it is. The yeah. Quan Mar- like Quan- why? Because because what's his name? Sidney Brown and D. Witherspoon were good at Illinois. You want you want to take the other one who was supposedly good too? Yeah. Like, no, get out of here. I'd rather have drafted the Bowie State's defensive back who idolized Sean Taylor than Jartavius, Quan, Raekwon, Raquan, whatever is who wants to be called, Martin at round two. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure the Illinois defense was like the, the 84 Bears or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, get out of here with that. So and, and again, it's nothing about Martin that I'm against. Hopefully he does fill that slot. Hopefully. That we really want. And he's going to be moving all over the field, like people are saying. Cam That's what I'm hoping for. 
I'm hoping that six months from now, when they're leading the league in turnovers and they're eight and one and they're giving up six points a game, and and people can lambast me and say you're such an idiot. They knew what they were doing. I just don't get it right now. That's all, and it's my opinion that they botched this draft at least in those middle rounds. Forbes, I like. Henry, I like. You like Phil the need. Even even Jones, I liked. Rodriguez, I didn't really much care for either. Rodriguez is Jerry Patterson's replacement. Which is what sitting in the locker That's room a during games? Squad player, yeah. That's a well, yeah, because they got a DUI player. at the beginning of the year, so it's like uh, practice squad right now, and then he'll come in. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> that does you no good. Now, six round, you don't really expect a whole lot from a six rounder, but when you have choices of of guys who have proven that they can do things that players on your team cannot do, okay, Robinson cannot go get into the open field and make guys miss and all that. Gibby can, but Robinson cannot. Jonathan Williams cannot. Patterson cannot. Why are you drafting a B-Rob clone? That's the problem I had with Rodriguez. You drafted a Robinson Williams clone. So basically you just said, I'm going to have this guy sitting in the locker room until one of those guys gets hurt. Yeah, because we've already got all the other shifty guys that could take snaps in the backfield too. <laughs> because uh, you're talking about like Curtis Samuel and yeah, I'm about to say Dotson Gibby and, and Curtis Samuel are, are and that, and that UCLA there. product. He could be in there too. That that's true. That's uh, they did kind of get some some, some people you know in that undrafted free agency. So you know what's crazy? I hate to do this. I I, I got to exit stage right here for a second. Right <laughs> okay. okay. Well, let's we'll Stoner do his thing and then. Uh, but he again. Yeah, old man bladders, man. What are you going to do? Trev, uh, let's try to get this back in here. Stoner, really, little Debbie Downer there. Um, Got us as far as, um, you know, D minus, really railing it. You gave it kind of a a higher grade there, and we're going to go round by round again here. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes, did you like the pick? At the time, no, because, you know, I guess I really didn't watch enough tape or know too much about him. And also, he's a twig, man. He's so small. And I know people say, wait, you know, don't worry about it. But at the same time, it's like our division of receivers are no slouch receivers. So it's not like he's going up against fellow rookie receivers. He's going against some dogs. And if we're banking on him to be the ball hawk that he was in the SEC, I know. But he was in Mississippi State. He wasn't like it from Florida or, or Alabama or Auburn, LSU. So it's like, whatever. But. It is what it is. We'll see what happens. This tape looks good, but can it translate to the big leagues? We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think Stoner and I were pretty pretty happy with it. Now, one of the things that kind of came out, and I don't know how much stock I put into this, but there was a rumor that Washington was willing to move up into the single digits to grab uh, one Florida Gator QB. Stoner, how happy would that have made you if they would have been able to pull that off? You know, I've been saying from the beginning that I think he's he's the next superstar, that I think he's going to be the best quarterback of this draft. I think he's an awesome, and, and I would have just lost my mind if he was coming here. I don't believe that they actually no. tried to do that. This is very reminiscent of two years ago when, when they came out after signing – Maybe it was last year. I don't after maybe it was after Wentz and they came out and said, Well, we tried to get Rodgers. We tried to get Stafford. We even called about Mahomes. 
I think it's kind of making them look good to say, we tried to do this. We tried to move up to get Anthony Richardson. Did they really? Did they really try? I think I they know. might have. I mean, if it's smoke, why would they just select Anthony Richardson just to make the, you know, just to be, to make the story. Because Will Levis was there at 16, they could have taken him. Uh, and so who was a QB that was realistic option for Washington that they could have been, Oh, just barely missed out on. Look at that. He got picked up in the, at, uh, at the pick number four mm-hmm. stoner. Mm-hmm. If we would have done that mm-hmm. and drafted Anthony Richardson mm-hmm. and our next pick was a defensive back. Mm-hmm. And then the next pick was a defensive back. Okay. And then we got crappy fourth, fifth, sixth round offensive lineman. What would you grade our draft? I would grade it just on the draft alone. I would yeah. probably grade it in mm, A plus. Okay. No, here's, here's, you, got, you got your QB is what, you know, what is the yeah, biggest reason. You got right? your QB. Okay. So what's the difference and pretty much – Sam Howell, who I don't care, he's been there for a year, but he's pretty much a rookie because I mean he's a rookie, mm-hmm. essentially I agree. a rookie. And then you go and get another rookie, but you don't do anything to help these rookies out via free agency or, or draft. Mm-hmm. You would have still graded an A plus just because we got Anthony Richardson. Yeah, because well, you got a guy who who moves the needle. Who moves the needle? That's a that's a very. We've good never concept. seen him play an NFL game. Right. We've seen Sam Howell play against a playoff team in Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. At Stoner, home for Stoner. But Trev, you- do you not remember 2012 when we made the 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 move up and we knew we were going to get either Andrew Luck or RG three, more okay. than likely RG three. Everybody was excited. You've but, never seen them play an NFL snap. You were, but, but RG three won the Heisman. Anthony Richardson threw 15 touchdowns yeah, and, yeah. and like 13 career yeah. starts. Okay. So it's Anthony kind of Richardson is six foot four, two fifty, runs a four, what three. Yeah. Like but four, So four, that's yeah. what my point is. You were given a plus all because we drafted a rookie quarterback but kept the draft the same, except you know, just down a row, down around mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. We give a plus all because we got to. We you have a quarterback now, Trev. So- you you addressed the biggest problem on the biggest weakness of your team. Your biggest problem was quarterback. We can say offensive line, yes, of course. Eleven college but, games. Sorry, but you have addressed your biggest weakness on the biggest weakness. Of the entire team. And you're basing it off of his pro day. Really? You're basing it off of a lot. No, it's pro day. I'm basing it off of Indianapolis took him four. Uh, Who was it that said they would have taken him had he been there? Somebody said maybe it was Seattle. I don't remember. They, I think because he went four, he wasn't available. That's different. Their quarterback situations are different. We pretty much have a rookie in, in Sam Howell. So why would you grade it differently off of an unproved more or less proven quarterback because of his pro day and his measurables instead of his actual stats in his, in, in the NFL rather than Sam Howell who had both stats and was a Heisman candidate and da, 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 da. why would you do that when I when this ridiculously talented brain yes and QB evaluator yes watches Anthony Richardson and I watch Sam Howell I completely believe that Anthony Richardson 
is ten times the player oh my God. that Sam Howell is. You've only, I mean, you've only watched eleven games of Anthony Richardson versus over twenty for Sam Howell. If you, That's if I watch eleven games of Richardson, which is and all you I watch everything about him, yes, I can't sit here and say that he has better stats. I can't say that, but I can say that if it's me, if the commanders called me and asked me to make the decision for an NFL quarterback between Anthony Richardson and Sam Howell, I'm taking Anthony Richardson. How does that help your team with already a Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett in the room? How would that because, help Because, as I said, Sorry, Anthony Richardson <laughs> is 10 times the player that Sam Howell is. I believe that. Uh, we're going to move on well, from the, the – this was just about the room. You got the show, Stoner. This, the, this yeah. was just about the rumor. Now you guys are getting into Anthony Richardson. There's a couple interesting things. It sounds like Stoner, a quick, easy answer from you on this would be you would still wouldn't be happy. Uh, I think TJ had posted earlier, what if we would have taken Sam Howell? Because you're talking about a QB mm-hmm. filling that need. If, what if mm-hmm. Sam Howell went into the draft this year and we took him mm-hmm. at 16? Beautiful. You'd be happy with that. I'd love that. Because you're addressing your biggest <laughs> need by saying, I have seen Sam Howell and I believe he's worthy of the 16th pick. Okay. But you know what? They didn't do that the year before and neither did any team until they got to 150. And then they said, ah, let's take a flyer on this kid and see what happens. Not, we believe this is the quarterback of the future. This is, let's take a flyer on him and see. This what is happens. a developmental guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Code Talker asked a, a different question here. Uh, for the panel, what grade would you give us if we drafted offensive line with our first three picks? I'm just going to throw out some names here. Okay. Okay. That were available. Anton Harrison with 16. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Avila was available at 47. Yeah. Maybe not. And if what if he wasn't, Osiris uh yeah, f- was 41, 47. I don't think Avila. Okay. I think, yeah, I think he might have gone a little. I think he went in like the 30s, right? So we'll say uh Torrance. Torrance mm-hmm. was available. Mock was available. Okay, we'll say Torrance. All right, Torrance. And then we we still go with uh Ricky Stromberg with our third uh round pick. How what would you grade that? draft just based off of that everything else can fall out the same way but that's where you went anton harrison uh torrance and then ricky stromberg that's one two three addressing your offensive line stoner Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'd need new pants i'm just i'm just putting it out there i would need new pants (laughs) i would be happy i would be so happy i would Mm -hmm. be so elated drafting three offensive linemen yep oh grow together continuity from the jump and uh, Harrison is a tackle. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yes. So you took care of your left tackle. You took care of your left guard. And you took care of your maybe right guard or center with, with uh, Stromberg. Center. Yeah. Because you so, got Sam okay, Cosby already. So let's put Gates, you know, back there and, and he can be our back. Yeah. You'd have Cosme and you'd have Wiley. Yeah. Wiley, I don't like. I don't like wiley at all but okay he's the guy at right tackle because apparently he's the best right tackle in the game and won a super bowl he's the most on reddick bro, to, also we didn't have money to go out and sign on orlando brown sure they did sure they did they gave it all to pain exactly. that was their decision but we, did, we didn't have the money to go get who we really wanted 
They did have the money, Trev. I, I don't think they really wanted that. Orlando Brown. Is, is Whoever yeah. it was. Yeah. Whoever it was. We wanted Deron something. Payne more than offensive linemen is, is yeah. what you're saying. That's not the right decision is what I'm saying. But look, somebody well, said. That's a whole somebody other argument right there, but we won't even get into it that was, one. Maybe it was TJ or somebody said, thank God Stoner's not in the front office. Yeah. That's true. Hashtag totally, just a fan. We, just we, a fan. Yeah. But that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Offensive line was their biggest yeah. weakness. I don't think I would have liked that draft as much because cornerback was a need for this team. They definitely needed if it if it's not filling McCain, it's you, it's just trying to make sure Wild Goose and a couple of these other guys. As much as Danny, Janny, you know, people like Danny Johnson, the yeah. less he sees the field, nah. in the defensive mm-hmm. backfield, mm-hmm. the better for us, right? Like so, mm-hmm. those are improvements. And and I'm sorry, I do like a fuller BSJ outside. You can put Quan Martin as your your slot guy put curl next to Jamin Davis or you know find a place for Forbes in there as well maybe Forbes instead of BSJ um oh. you know so and then you got uh you know maybe put Quan Martin back out at uh at uh, free safety out there with Defoe and have BSJ Forbes and Fuller kind of match up i think that's a great this is a pass Happy league minus Washington mm-hmm. commanders who love to run the ball. Right. But this is, I mean, come on, that, that is a, a defensive backfield that I can get behind. I would, lo- that would love to see all, all, all those right. guys on the field. All right, Nathan, what if they had gone O-line corner O-line? Yeah, I think that's solid. Or corner, corner, O-line, uh, O-line. You know, Stoner, darn well. We put out we put out a short. I was baffled. Absolutely. And and I, I, I even in our uh the second short where I got to think about it a little bit more, still baffled, they went back to back corner. Um uh, this was a deep corner uh draft as well. There were some guys that I think would have been available there in the third, and they could have gotten an offensive lineman who was ready to start day one. And yeah, that's why it's not an A draft for me. You know, this is a B draft. I, I'm not disappointed with the players that they picked up minus one, but that's another matter. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that the players they picked up are solid for their scheme. I think the players that they picked up are, were right for them. And this is kind of a point here um, uh, earlier uh, from not sure where it was. Now I can't find it. But uh, when people are talking about where people are, oh, they're drafted too early or that, oh, we could have gotten this player a little bit late. You don't know that. Okay. How many people thought Dewan Jones was going to be possibly going in the first round? Right. You had four players who were in the green room waiting to get picked on day one. Mm-hmm. Three of them go home and one of them stays, Joey Porter Jr. to get drafted. There, or no, sorry. It was uh, Branch who got drafted in the uh, second round who stayed. Mm-hmm. Outside, you had four guys who were who were projected to be taken in the first, didn't get taken in the first. You do not know where these players are going to go. The boards that we're looking at, no matter how many mock drafts you do, are never going to be accurate. That's why we love the draft. Mm-hmm. Who thought That's fun. Gibbs is going 12? <laughs> not me. No one. <laughs> right. No one saw that happening. Everybody was just like, no, he's a top 50 player. Everybody wouldn't have been surprised if Detroit took them with their second round pick. Mm-hmm. But they got him at 12. And yeah, nobody knows matter. anything out in this. In the end, it's not going to matter where you pick the player if the player's the right player. Nobody's going to think anything about uh, Quan Martin 
as a bad pick, if he goes out and he has, you know, three interceptions this year mm-hmm. and like six to 12 pass breakups. Yeah. For right. Sure. No one, everyone's going to be like 47 was perfect. Yeah. Definitely needed to take him. If Ricky Stromberg ends up, because a lot of people are upset him. with the Ricky Stromberg pick because they felt like he would have been available at 118. I'm hyped. And they could have gone somebody else uh, with that 97 pick. Yeah. And it's possible. It's, you know, who knows? I mean, they didn't think uh, KJ Henry was going to fall as far as he did. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people had KJ Henry as one of the, their top 100 players. Mm-hmm. And they got him in the fifth round. Right. And so, even Braden Daniels, I think, fell a little mm-hmm. bit further. Yeah. He was he was a day two pick on a lot of boards, and he didn't go until the fourth round. But certainly, I think there there's a lot of um, there's, there's a lot of truth to that that we don't really know people's uh, their their draftable spots sure. until they actually get drafted by the teams that need them. Um, I, w- I was just surprised about. Cornerback, cornerback. That's, that's Some of these cool. players are actually like players that Ron and company actually truly wanted, like heavily scouted. And maybe, you know, Ricky Stromberg is one of them that they thought, well, you know, we definitely want him. And maybe that they thought he would be gone already or be mm-hmm. later. If he's right there, go ahead and get him if he's there. That's kind of like the mode of a draft. If it's your guy and he's there, you grab him no matter where he is. I if he's there for you. So it's kind of hard. That's what you said. Mock drafts don't really. But why you know, is it? Why is it that a guy in the third round that you drafted in the third round is not seen as an immediate starter? Why is Ricky Stromberg? Why didn't they draft him and say, Ricky Stromberg, that's our center? Because maybe maybe they will. Maybe once they cut Chase. I think it's still a little early for that one, right? Because I think when you look at. Well, that's my point is third round. Maybe they think they already have their starter or and they got him just in case because, you know, our center depth has to be long because we can't keep the That's center. That's what I'm saying. Okay. We've we gone to, what, depth. four or five centers? Yeah. yeah. You can't be drafting depth in the third round. You, But it's got to be good no, depth. Pointing out it's you don't want bad depth. You just you don't want to draft somebody in the seventh round and be like, oh, it's depth and, be, and he will never see a light of day, Chris mm-hmm. Paul. You want if you if you got somebody who is depth that could potentially become a starter, then you grab them. You want good depth, not just – Hobo Jobo is depth. I agree with that, Trev. But their third round should be a starter. I always I say this a lot. <sighs> the top 100 picks should be, should be your impact players. Those yeah. those are players who should be hitting the field day one and making an impact for you. If they're picked after the top 100 and they're making an impact, that's that's bonus to me. That's when great. did we draft Cole Holcomb? Fifth round? Yeah, he was a fifth round pick. Yeah. So. All right, but let me ask you this, Trey. When they starter. drafted Gibby, did you say, "Oh, he's he's depth"? No, I thought he was going to be a starting secret weapon. When they drafted Benjamin St. Juice, did they? Did you think, "Oh, he's just going to be depth"? Yeah, for sure, because that was what fifth round, sixth round. No, no round? BSJ was third. Oh yeah, I thought he'd be depth. We I had at that started. point though. We would have had who With was Fuller uh, and Jackson. William Jackson. Fuller yeah, Jackson, I thought he was yeah. depth because we had yeah. our, we already had the corners. He was he was supposed to be a slot guy. That's what he was drafted for is to be the starting slot corner. Right, right. And when Jackson didn't work out, then he moved outside. But he was drafted to be a starter, to be your nickel. But Terry was drafted. To, yeah, Terry was drafted to be a special teams depth mm-hmm. slash preparator, and he's a starter. So 
I don't know if third round is expected I, I, to be starters. I'm but. not saying starter. You guys are. I'm saying I'm impact saying player. You impact say impact player. I'm saying yeah. starter, especially with wide receiver, right? Like a wide receiver and the third round. If you can just catch like 30 to 50 passes, which 50 mm-hmm. is on the high end for a rookie, uh, for 500 to 700 yards. Again, that's kind of on the high end for a rookie. Like that's an impact player. Do you don't have to as a third round uh, rookie? You don't have to be wide receiver one. Just be yeah. wide receiver three. Be good. Sure. Um, with your linemen, that's a little different. I do expect to get some starting. And and Ricky, I think part of the reason why they're not immediately going to him is because they do value him as a center. Mm-hmm. And at the time right now, as we speak here, Wednesday, May the 3rd, at 829 in the evening Eastern time, Chase Roulier is still on this roster. Mm-hmm. And you Chase- signed a center... You signed a you signed a you signed West Schweitzer from New York Giants is what you did. That's what Gates is. He is a flex <laughs> position. All right. Right. He, he is going to probably get some time at left guard. He's going to fill in at center if Chase Roulier, Tyler Larson, and Ricky Stromberg go down. Then you're going to see Gates play some time at center. Um, but the the world is saying right now the entire world is saying Nick Gates is your starting center. Yeah. Right. So he was brought over to be a center, and you drafted starting, a center. He's taking starting center, starting snaps right now. Wait, and, where where yeah. did I miss that they said that Gates was your starting center? Everybody said that. I'm just talking about all the beat reporters. All Can the beat reporters. Pull, I want I want you to go and I want you to find me <laughs> some examples while Michelle. we while we continue talking about this draft class. That uh, I want some examples, and if somebody in the chat wants to help Stoner out there and finds. And and can corroborate this. Uh, everybody says Gates is going to be the starting center. Uh, I would li- love to see it here. Um, so we we talked a lot about Quan Martin. I'm I'm a little bit more plus on that pick than these two. Uh, Ricky Stromberg. There's some frustration. He might not be starting right away. He does have the wonderful or dreaded, depending on which side of the 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 the, the topic you are. They have position flex. Right, that's one of the big things that this this staff loves is position flex. So Ricky Stromberg can play center, could slide out to guard if needed. Uh, Quan Martin plays all up and down the field, and that's the reason why you know Branch was looked at uh, quite heavily by us and several other people for Washington because of that position flex. Then, uh, then you got Braden Daniels. Braden Daniels has played up and down the line. He's played left tackle. He's played right tackle. He's played guard. Uh, and so it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. But that was a sneaky good pick for for Washington. I got some receipts on the beat reporters. Uh oh. Okay, here we go. You you're you're a better um, researcher on on that. I, I don't. I go on Twitter and it just it gives you nothing. But okay, I just typed to Nick Gates and just hit scroll. But okay. But Pete Haley four days ago said uh, the commander center situation in the last few seasons has been a dis- disastrous, messy debacle. Between Stromberg and Nick Gates, it should be stabilized now. Um, Matthew Paris, four days ago, asked if Nick Gates might compete at guard. Rivera shook his head no. If there's a competition for center to be between Gates, Stromberg, and others. Chris Russell, a.k.a. the Rooster, said Nick Gates being penciled in as a center along with Stromberg being drafted. Uh, that, moves, my friend, is called receipts. The moves all but end Chase Rouillet's time here, barring enormous pay cut. Yeah, see, even Ron has said that Nick Gates is is your center. Yeah, it it sounds like he's 
he is going to play or work Grant for Paulson four days ago and consider Nick Gates as a potential starting center. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So so <laughs> it's not a guaranteed starting position, is what I heard. It is okay. it is he came here to play center. Yes. It, what this what this more so signals is Chase Roulier's time here is done. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that, we all unless know. he takes a crazy yeah. pay cut, he probably ain't gonna do that. So. Yeah, and, and 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 Zoe, uh, I'm not surprised by the way that uh, that Nick Gates is being looked at center. I saw him as, like I said, a West Schweitzer, someone who's going to play center okay. guard. Sure. Uh, it sounds like I missed all these talks from Ron and company that said that he's only going to be center. Uh, sounds like it's going to be a competition. Uh, for the love of goodness, Ricky, please, please beat out Gates. Please. please out nick gates like i don't, I don't I know just, do you want him sure. to beat out a guy that you paid money to get exactly yes do i want the guy i just drafted who could be my starting center for the next decade to beat out some guy who i picked up off the streets stoner yeah no are I want, serious? give me okay. are we give serious me, give me yes. nick gates right now right now to mold the man and then no yes if, dude. no if Ricky Stromberg beats out Nick Gates, a, a, a veteran here in the NFL, and we're like, nope, this is the dude at center, how is that a bad thing? No, it's not if he beats him out. But are you wanting that to happen is the question. Not will it happen. Are you wanting it to happen? I want the guy I drafted at 97 to be a 10-year starter at center. Yes, right I now. agree. What if he, he starts out a year and then becomes a 10-year starter because we got him in the third round to line up behind Nick Gates, who's a veteran already? Well, if that's the case, no, no, I, I, I'm with Nathan. I want him to come in and I want him to be great. And I want him to, you should have got him first round. Perfect. And if you wanted to be your starting center starting now for 10 years, you should have done that. You don't, well, that's, that's the thing not, with offensive linemen is you don't need to, the, but the point you, of that, a, a good offensive linemen can come in the, in the late first, they can come in the second, they can come in the third. Heck you have linemen who do well in the later rounds. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't come in right away and start. Maybe it takes a while. Maybe that's what Chris Paul's waiting for. He's he's got some developmental talent. Maybe he's going to get our starting left guard position, and then we're set there. But if uh, you, but we don't know. But if you do that, and I and I agree that that's what you want with Stromberg. That means you just botched the signing of Nick Gates. You, so you you signed a center and you drafted a center. How about you just do one of those things <laughs> instead of both? especially when you've already got two centers on your roster to begin with. You've already got Chase Rouillet. I understand he's not going to be there, but you do still have him on your roster, and you re-sign Tyler Larson, not to be your starting center. You've already got two centers, and you signed one in free agency, and you drafted one. That's four starting caliber centers on this team. It's going to be three. But see, that's what I'm talking It's the same thing as the cornerback situation. You've got two starting corners. Then you draft one in the first round, and then you draft another one. You've only got three starting spots. Well, that most. second one was Bobby McCain's replacement. I hate to say it. I I get that. So who's, who's, out, who's out of the equation then? Derek I'm Wolf. telling you, you're going to end up starting all of them. Four of them? So you're going to have six DBs? Yes. Or so you're gonna have six DBs. If nothing else, I'm sorry, Derek Forrest still has to prove that he can continue developing. Derek Forrest does not have to prove Jack Watt. Yes, he does. Derek Forrest is a six round pick 
who missed most of his rookie season, came out of nowhere and had some playmaking, but he's still not exactly like a solidified Give me Quan Martin over Defoe right now. Derek Forrest started every game last year, did he not? Didn't okay. he lead the team in interceptions? Again, no. he has that playmaking ability. I'm I'm high on Defoe, but I'm just saying he's not a guaranteed starter, Stoner. He ain't no ball hawk. He You're acting no, like a like no. a guy who can't come and replace Derek Forrest, a six round pick two years ago. Which is who Quan Martin is going as well. I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that very confidently. I can't tell you that Derek Forrest will be starting at safety. He will I not can be very very confidently say that. <laughs> what was he top five PFF grade again? No, he was not. He was not. That was by the end. Not by the end. Okay, where where was he? Top ten? Oh my bad. No, he was was much lower. He was much lower. Forty-five. You sure about that? Now I'm I'm pulling it up. He didn't do nothing but be at the right place at the right time on tip interceptions. Other than that, we wouldn't be talking about Derek Forrest. That sounds. That sounds a lot like uh, Emmanuel Forbes. Forbes. Yeah, exactly. All right. So (laughs) I don't even know how they uh, how they work this or whatever. So. Where, where, is there like an overall number? Oh, get on my nerves with this Defoe stuff. <laughs> how how yeah. do you read Wrong that? With us. We get so happy on, on three playmaking plays out of the whole 18-game season. It's like, <laughs> oh, he's a starting safety. He's a, He was top five. No way, man. No way. Give me Quan Martin over Defoe all day. How do you read it? Nathan. Or Cam Curl is not going to be here long term. Well, I'm holding up the safeties right now. Cam Curl was two, by the way, in, in all of this. Yeah, uh, and Trev Trev hates him too. Yeah. Well, he's Trev not going to be here long. We're not re-signing him. That's why we got Quan yeah. Martin. By the way, Kyle here. Hampton, number one under this. <laughs> Just going to point that out here. Uh, Defoe is all the way down at 42. I said really? 45. Dang it. You really that low? What do you mean? Again, really again, he's had some amazing. Amazing plays, and I, I like the playmaking ability. I'm, I, and I, I like Defoe. I think that for a six-round pick, just like Cam Curl, you found a guy who can play the game of football, and you want that. Okay? Two words. All that's good stuff. But to say he can't be replaced is is ludicrous. Two words for you. Apparently, you two have never heard these two words before in your entire life. Troy Apke. Percy Butler. Oh, we just all of a sudden forget about our fourth round pick from last yeah. year. Oh, yeah, totally. Who came on fourth really strong. Yeah. yeah, as a special teamer. Yeah, as, teamer. A, as a safety, he played a bunch of safety. A, de- a developmental guy. Come on here. God. Let's now oh, we're reaching Stoner. Yeah. I'm listing reaching for that. I'm listing two guys that who are better safeties. If you want to. Who are better safeties than apparently um um <laughs> the next coming of Sean Taylor. Who's goes by the name? No Juan one said Martin. that he's Sean Taylor. You now definitely the Louis State guy, Sean for that. Taylor guy. You absolutely went bonkers on that one, Stoner. Okay, All we're saying you guys is you can replace a six-round, you know, player who has one decent season, still ranked yeah. forty-two in PFF. You can't. Percy Butler was a special teamers last year. How Thank come you. he fell down so far? Remember they were like t- both top five or whatever. Ooh. Per, at that one before. point, Defoe and Cam Curl were top five on it was like week three? for a long time. No, it was it was like in the middle of the season. It, yeah, it's honestly you. because he's a he is a solid player, but he, he has his faults, and a lot of those playmaking that he happened was the, the, gonna, you, like I'm, he was I, he also got burnt quite a bit. So I cannot sit happens. here and make cases for Jags 
that are sixth round and fifth round picks outside of Sam. Oh, Howell. outside all of, of Sam sudden- Howe. Yeah, that's what I was going to call it. You know he's a You know he's a howler. Yeah. What about KJ Henry? I love KJ Henry. Why do you love KJ Henry? KJ Henry. Why do you like him? Why would we like him? Why do you like KJ Henry? I haven't heard KJ Henry not once before this entire draft, entire offseason. We draft him. Oh, I like KJ Henry. That's on you. I was about to say, again, a lot of people had him as a top 100 player. And where did we get him? We got him round. in the fifth round. St- oh, Trav, do not do this what with number? me. I, you do this not want guy. to do this with what did, me. What did, what did Dabo say? The guy, what did Dabo say? That you got a quality player, the best like person he's ever and had on the team. And everything great on like special this. teams. Sweet. So He did, yeah. So, so Trav, <laughs> Trav, remind me your argument there for, uh, for Sam Howell, who was a fifth round pick. He was a Heisman candidate his junior year. Decided to stay his senior year. His all of his could have been a first left. round and all of his other yeah, stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, but was taken in the fifth round. Yeah, yeah. This is a guy who was yeah. taken in the fifth round. Who again was a top one hundred. A lot of people saw him as a potential, you know, game wrecker. Now here's the thing. Here, KJ Henry might not be good at stopping the run. Okay, that's one of the reasons why he fell. You know what? I don't want my defensive end to really need to be focused on is stopping the run. I want my my defensive end You're to muted, get after the quarterback, and KJ Henry can get after the quarterback. Kill the quarterback. He, he led. He, he what? He had a higher number in pressures. How many sacks did he have? Three on a Clemson defense that had two first rounders. Yeah, yeah. He had three sacks and how many pressures? Sweet. We already have that. Not next he, year. You don't. Not <laughs> next year. You got zero pressures. I'm After next right year, now. when every single one of your DNs, <sighs> like I think he was a good pick, fifth round, good value for what he's going to provide. Is the he going to be a superstar? He's a Shaka Tony. He's a um, William Bradley King. He's a James. He might be James Smith Williams. He might be. He might be. Uh, that's what you get in the fifth here, round. Yes, yeah, I say this is a fifth round pick. Might I'm be. not overly excited about this, Trev, but I'm thinking this is somebody who yes, we we can get He's some. A- yeah, the, exactly. Why not replace Casey Tuhill? Why not yeah. replace Shaka Tony, who is betting on games? Agency who's who's better than KJ Henry? Not for that price. This is. Are we this, trying to win uh, now, or are we trying to a, win? This is a quality pickup. By Washington in the fifth round. This is this is this is exactly. I thought it was a good pick. I yeah, this is exactly what they need to pick here. By the way, his dad is a Washington fan, which just makes the pick all the better. Love, yeah, love that. <laughs> it just it's just an added bonus. Trip. It's a it's, bonus. It's a, it's a story. Yeah, it's, it's a bonus. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, you know, a lot has been made about, uh, and, and for the record, KJ Henry, great character guy, guy's got a bachelor's, he's got a master's, he's like uh, up and down the field, just was, uh, no like apparently a good for, guy gave NIL money sweet. to a family member for, for health reasons. You know what Everybody <laughs> talks about him being a good character and Ron talks about it being a good character, but Trev don't ruin the segue here. Chris Rodriguez Jr. picked up for a DUI earlier in the year. I had a good one, bro. I had a good one. You good? Okay, rap. Go ahead. Jump back the last, in. The last player I heard that had a really, really nice sob story it was, you know, a really heart warmer. He gone. And his name was Taylor Heineke. So let's go. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Don't translate to wins, okay? 
It don't translate to wins. Yeah. So let's go to Christian Rodriguez. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, let's go. Yeah, so so Rodriguez Jr., running back out of Kentucky. Interesting pick. Yeah, I this was my Wasted. again, my least favorite pick here. And Stoner, you talked a little bit about it before in your long rant at the beginning of this. He is very much a between the tackles type runner. And to me, I guess this just means that that's what EB, Ron Rivera and company want to do. They want to be a power running offense. They want Brian Robinson to run left, Brian Robinson to run right. They want. Welcome to 2002. If it starts winning games, Stoner, I don't care. I just want to win games. Okay. I hear you, but but it's not, it's not good for the long run. That style is this, this, this is uh, to me. You had Deuce Vaughn still on the board at this point. Uh, that's a player we like. There was some undrafted free agents that we that uh, that we talked. Keaton Mitchell went undrafted. Did he really? I didn't yeah, even, I didn't even realize that. And and so these are these are these are players who, when you're looking at this roster, you look at Brian Robinson as being the bell cow. You look at Gibson as being this playmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can throw Curtis Samuel back there every now and then again as kind of like this playmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, but what the team was lacking was a third down back, mm-hmm. a guy who's going to be pass protection and then go out and catch these little dinky dunky uh, passes just to keep the drive going or help out the quarterback, which if you're starting Sam Howell, you're going to want that. Here they get a guy who is not known for pass catching at all. He is a between-the-tackles runner, and I just don't understand this. I don't know how much a lot of people are telling me you have to trust EB. This was the EB pick, by the way, the only offensive skill position uh, that was taken this draft. No tight end, no wide receiver, nothing. It was This is it. was a six-round running back who's known for his runs between the tackles was your EB pick. Mm-hmm. They're putting a lot of faith in EB. They're putting a lot of faith in, in Sam Howe and his ability or even Jacoby Brissett to change this offense. And they show this faith by getting another between the tackles running back so that they don't have to pass. Yeah, that's not that's that's I mean, like I said, welcome to 2002. Welcome uh, to 20 years ago when that's well, how the NFL was. Well, He's he's known. I, I've heard on TV that he's really really good at pass protection. Gibby is not. B Rob is not as good, but Gibby is not. And freaking hold on. Well, it's gonna be if we want to pass, if we want to use our, if we want to air it out, we need pass protection. I don't see Jonathan Williams making it past training camp. I think he was signed just to be an extra camp body. I love the way he does, the way he runs. We already have that with B Rob. Mm-hmm. So we got that with B Rob. Gibby is not going to be Gibby of, of, of previous. He's going to be a different Gibby, different role. You're going to have somebody that has to come in and spare B Rob or be that third down back or that pass protection back if he won five wide or four wide. I mean, I just think that was maybe that's why he fits EB's offense for what he's looking for. Maybe he's not looking for him to be an in between the tackler, like a heavy load. Maybe he's just looking to be a, a role situational running back. Yeah, we missed Deuce Vaughn, but I think we did it on purpose. So that could be another cool story for Dallas Cowboys. That was a script. That was set up. I don't care what anybody says. That was set up. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, it's just a just a weird pick. Maybe it'll work out. He almost ran for a thousand yards at Kentucky with Will Levis. So yeah, and I think he missed a couple of games at the beginning of the season too. Yeah, because he had a DUI charge. But yeah, 
And also, for the record, he still did finish quite with a decent season there. 175 uh, rushes for 904 yards. That's that's almost a thousand yards. The year before he ran for 1300 yards um, with the starting running back job. I'm not saying it's a bad one. And yes, Trev. So I mentioned there the pass protection and and you, you, you brought it up. He is apparently a great pass protecting back. I, I just need my pass protecting back to also be able to catch the ball. Because otherwise, are you just there to be another offensive lineman? Just put up another offensive lineman. Hey, Jennifer King go mold that man. I mean, he did it to Gibby. He she got. I why mean, not so put she, if all you're looking is for pass protection and next to the the QB? Why not put Bates back there? There you go. Um, okay, now like, I just I just don't understand why you need to get this guy who like I mean Where's, outside of the fact that he could be very well a much better runner. Than Jonathan Williams or Jared. He could Jared be third down back. back. He could be third down back. If he's, he's a third down back right now, it looks like he's going to be just pass protection. And if you're just looking for pass protection, again, why not put Bates back there? No, because Bates is going to be starting on on the on the tight end line as a as a run blocker or a pass blocker. That's what he has to be out there at his spot. He can't be back in the back. It's kind of you know again. It's it's sixth round. So you're not looking for stars or anything. You're looking yeah. for depth guys. I just thought it was a weird depth piece. We're not, I'm not trying to get a guy in the sixth round who's supposed to be better than yeah. B Rob or but this Gibby. is filling out He's the not. back. This is gonna be better the players than players taking the sixth Patterson round need to be taken over the spot from the guys who are in the practice squad the last year. Garrett Patterson. <laughs> yeah, I mean these guys Something are gone. Million. We get that. Yeah, but and in the sixth round, it's just it's it's just, B Rob get hurt. What are we gonna do? B Rob get Jonathan hurt, Williams. Uh, is, Run Gibby more. Gibby Rodriguez. has several thousand yard seasons. Rodriguez. Why does everybody forget that Gibson? I, I get people don't like or people are like Gibson's not a, a between the so tackle. The guy ago. has two thousand yard seasons. Yeah, it got us nowhere. So I'm over. EB just won a Super Bowl <laughs> ring with a guy who had eight hundred yards rushing. And where do they draft him, you guys? In the seventh round. Thank yeah. you. Christian okay, Rodriguez now you have two third-round running backs you can work with. He's our Pacheco. Trev, He's our you Pacheco. don't need – you don't need him. They probably said the same thing about Pacheco last year when they had Hilaire and Jerick McKinnon and someone else. They probably said the same thing in the front office. EB, you don't need him. And what the hell happened? Pacheco well, you ended up Super Bowl, having to need him. the Super Bowl. You ended up having to need him because of injuries. Okay, that's I get why that. we got him. You have that guy already. No, you don't. His name's a, Jonathan Williams. We signed Again, him as a camp body. He's going to be gone. Trev, Jonathan Williams is 10 times the player <laughs> he, that Michael Rodriguez is. <laughs> and he's already on your roster. <laughs> his name is Christian Rodriguez, what, what not Michael. And oh. second of all, Jay yeah, Will, I love too, the guy with Twitter pals, but he gone. He just signed early in the camp body because we didn't know who we're picking in the draft, and we saw Rodriguez is there, so now we grabbed him, and now we cut in Jay Will and Jay Patterson. Yeah, I think that's – He's our Pacheco. Again, He's our apparently Pacheco. somebody came over to your house, pay, uh, poured some burgundy and gold Kool-Aid, and you're doing this. Oh, God, 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 God. <laughs> You're just drinking the whole thing. <laughs> he's our Pacheco, bro. No, he's not. Yes, he, we don't even know that, but you the move indicates that. I didn't have that one ready, unfortunately. That you was don't good. need him. 
and you're just you're given all these reasons. Who would you have taken this great player? Who what what position would you have taken? At I'm fine with the running back. I'm not fine with the same guy. You already have two on your roster, bro. It's the same thing with the quarterback in the second round. You already have them. Go get another (laughs) depth need. Go get yourself another D defensive end. Go get yourself yeah, the hello, round, a linebacker. Be who cut after uh, I don't think they need a linebacker. Yeah. We can get to that in a little bit. I, but I, I'm just saying I like the pick. I actually like the pick. At a different you, position. I like I talked myself I'm, into like I'm glad you talked yourself no, 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 into no, this. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Trev, I'm I'm with Stoner on the fact that I'm good with the the depth running back. I, I'm I'm absolutely fine, and I'm not a Jonathan Williams is uh, more than what he is, right? Like right, this right. is a 30 year old running back yeah, who is a serviceable backup. You know, give him like 10, 15 carries a year, and that's that's all you need, right? I I just didn't under like to me you you're missing a JD McKissick maybe. Again, you're just going to look at putting back Curtis Samuels back there. Maybe you're putting Gibson back there. This, this, these are all unknowns. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, as with all of our picks, I hope Chris Rodriguez proves my, my distaste for the pick because it's not about the man, yeah. right? It's not about That's the right. player. He could sure be a fantastic is. player for Washington. It's hey. about getting a running back whose specialty is between the tackles and pass protection. And that just to me wasn't what Washington needed. They have that. Even if you go all the way to Jarrett Patterson, oh, you have a guy man. who can produce some yards. I'm Trev. I'm not trying to say that he's anything other. And I know I have to be careful. Though. EP will yards. EP will absolutely bring a knife down here. I don't count um, preseason yards, and she won't bring a knife down there. She loves you. I don't yeah. count preseason <laughs> yards. Yeah, I, I'm not counting preseason yards as well. He also played that last game with, against Dallas that everybody likes to talk about. Sam oh, Howe being that. the next coming of, uh, of the Rudy, best baby. quarterback, Tom Brady, and everything like this. Like Jarrett Patterson is MVP. a serviceable NFL player. Oh my! Most God. people would call that a jack, mm-hmm. and that's fine. He's a okay. Player, and Patter and and and. And Chris Rodriguez Jr. might end up just being just that, but taken in the sixth round. That's fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely zero things wrong with that. This is where we're getting nitpicky. Again, six-round pick. We're getting nitpicky here. We just think that there's players like a Deuce Vaughn or Keaton Mitchell and everything like this who would have maybe filled the team out a little bit more. When you're talking about roster building and ro- and filling out this roster, you're trying to fill it out with the, the holes that you have. We didn't have a hole at a power run, right? That's all. I agree. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying is that you filled a hole that didn't need filling. That's all. <laughs> and by the way, if I can real quick, Everybody who's there in the chat, we appreciate everybody who's chiming in and we see it all and all that. We try to get to it as much as possible. If y'all can hit that like button real quick, I just want to throw that yeah. in there. Hit that like button for us. Wesley, we don't have thanks for, yeah, many likes. Thanks for joining us here. Hopefully you've hit that like button here as I reach Thank your you. comment here. Uh, Wesley saying, definitely a great pickup for the depth of the physical ball we're trying to play. And I said that at the beginning. I said this signif- signals 
that we are a power running team. Ron Rivera, EB, apparently they're all happy with just, they, they do not trust, in my opinion, Sam Howell or Jacoby Brissett to fling the ball 50 times a game. That's right. They don't. So we're going to have to go back in time. No, we're back not. The ball was just hand the ball off 40 oh to 50 gosh. times. I don't and know. Roll the clock and play good defense. I don't and know. And that's, that's going to win you. That's going to win you eight games. It might even win you nine games. Well, no, listen to me. No. EPIA. If we, if we come now, we combine that 12th ranked rushing attack with a horrible O line and a bad quarterback. If we can combine that with something with those upgrades this year, it'll be, it'll be just fine. We'll be fine. We can go, we can go back to 20, 2002, as long as it helps us win. We only did that last year because we had Taylor short arm Heineke as our quarterback. That's why we ground and pounded so much. Offense is going to be completely different this year. So we can't just base it off what we did last year because we have a different offense and different quarterback. I hope you're right, Trev. I hope you're right. I really honestly do. I'm not a I'm not a negative Nelly. I just I, <laughs> I'm not a I negative know. Nelly. You, okay. you guys better not call me a negative Nelly. I call it like I see it. And in this particular case, I don't like the draft. But if they had picked, like Nathan asked me, if they had picked three offensive linemen, I would have loved the draft. Even if but we in got this case, or whatever like his name it. is. What's his name? Crispin or Chase Curtis. or Michael or it's Chris. Chris Rodriguez Jr. Chris. in the sixth round. Yeah. They were, yeah. But there we go. Yeah. What's the seventh round? The seventh rounder, too, was Andre Jones, a defensive yeah, end. I mean, you're, this is your Shaka Tony replacement. This is this isn't anything really to write home about. It is it's not. I mean, if he develops into a, a good starter or rotation player for Washington, then great. If he doesn't, uh, you know, you're not unhappy with this pick. So, you know, this is this is fine, right? This is where it is. So, Jared yeah. has a question about the name, and he's unhappy that we haven't answered it. Okay, uh, what is the question? <laughs> I think yeah. the question is: Are they going to change the name? No, you got to at least uh, wait five years. And that's also not necessarily true, though. Jason Wright did kind of perpetuate that uh, that mentality here. The NFL does have rules on when you can change. A lot of people throw out the five years because that's kind of like the baseline. There are special exceptions to include, which is why Jared's question is valid here, is a new ownership. Can change the name, the branding, the clothing, and all that kind of stuff. That's not a gimme. They still have to go through approval process and everything like that. There you go. More than likely, they're not going to change oh. the name, the uniforms, anything like that, because that is money. That costs money. So it does. It, it costs money. It can get you money in the back end. So it's absolutely something that you could possibly see maybe a few years down the road. Uh, but it's not going to be the immediate thing, especially when you're talking about how much money is going into the sale, how much money is going to go into a new stadium, because that's going to be the first order of business for this ownership so branding and stuff like that's going to be a while. Now, maybe this is your tinfoil hat time. Can't Stoner hit me with the, the conspiracy music here. Maybe, just maybe, as he looks for that. There we go. The stadium deal gets done. We get a, we're, we're due to get a new stadium in 2027. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a few years from now. 
and the brand without our input or anything like that, without all this craziness we did for the commander's name, all of a sudden that new stadium, that's when a new name's debuted. That's when the new stuff is everything. That's that's not too crazy or far out there. Okay. But nothing, nothing this soon. Nothing that's happening there. Now um, to throw a wrench into that, uh, that actually was not his question. Oh, his, okay. His actual question. Is the name of the commanders to honor the military? It is partly to honor the the military. There you go. Yep. All right. Well, then I got way off track That's there right. with that That's one. Right. I, got, I got my conspiracy. Yeah, the name is uh, is partially to honor the military. Uh, Stoner and I are vets, uh, so we can appreciate some of that. I personally am okay if we don't go that route, but that's another matter that we can have at some point. We can have a, a beer and the Sky Bar in Lexington, Virginia, and talk about why I want to not necessarily distance. And I'm a proud airman. Okay, I uh, today is actually uh, the first day of my what's called terminal leave. I'm retiring, uh, so. That's, this, this beard is going to start growing out a lot more, but uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, but that's like I said, that's another matter as far as why the military ties are not necessarily my favorite thing in the world. Um, but uh, Michael, good joke here. Uh, so moving on from that, Andre Jones, again, just a piece there. One of the, the biggest gaps, Stoner, you kind of brought it up there, was a missing linebacker. Mm-hmm. Washington didn't draft a linebacker and their undrafted free agent list here that I have in front of me. Also mm-hmm. no linebacker. Not a here. Single one. Uh, I'll read you off the names here as we have, we have Kashmir Allen out of UCLA wide receiver, Zion Bowens, Hawaii wide receiver, Mason Brooks, old miss offensive lineman that they paid big money to as well. This kind of, I think it was 50,000, which is the highest. I think you can pay, an undrafted free agent to kind of swoo them in. We got our developmental QB to take over Jake Fromm, and that's Tim Dimerat from Fordham. How many Ex- touchdowns did he throw last year? A lot. A lot. <laughs> Xavier Henderson, safety out of Michigan State, defensive end Joshua Pryor out of Bowie State. Uh, Jalen Sample, Minnesota State wide receiver. Kendall Smith, safety out of Illinois that Illinois defensive oh backfield must have just been like the most amazing. DBU, baby. That's the new yeah. DBU. <laughs> DJ Sturgis, Missouri uh, Western looks like CB. Uh, Mitchell Tinsley, Penn State wide receiver. Bryson Tremaine, wide receiver out of Stanford. This is a kid who's yeah, coming right. here after uh, maybe got a good uh, kind of word in from our new QB coach. And then uh, Nick Whiteside out of Saginaw Valley, cornerback. So, more defensive help there. Any of these names to you make a difference? Uh, any of these guys make the roster? I doubt it. There's the UCLA kid who seems to have a lot of quick twitch and uh, can return some punts and kicks, and maybe he can battle for that last wide receiver spot slash uh, return man. And Mr. Steal Your Girl is going to be gone. Mr. Dax Milne, take his spot. That seems to be the word, but I mean, he's an undrafted free agent. Let's not get carried away. Uh, and that quarterback, you know, yeah, you sit him back there and he can be your number four and maybe you can hold on to him. But other than that, they're undrafted free agents for a reason. So 
I wouldn't get uh, too excited about any of them. Jalen Sample, Rogers telling me that uh, this is our big wide receiver. Uh, where where is that one? Sorry, here. Yeah, Sample's a six foot six big wide receiver. I wanted one of those. I like it. Uh, his Raz score not too exciting, but I mean, again, Minnesota, <laughs> you're taking uh, this guy's an undrafted free agent is a five uh, on the on the Raz score. So maybe not necessarily athletic, but getting a big one. By the way, thanks to all those who are congratulating me, Air Force, twenty years. Uh, it's uh it's been fun and uh yeah we'll get this beard manscaped out so they'll be good there um at, yeah the uh the athletic one though casimir allen out of ucla that guy looks like he can absolutely fly and might be you know might be the difference maker that washington is looking for uh hold on hold as on a, as a kick returner not but like, come on maker? As a kick returner, as a specialist in that regard, yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. I'm tired of fair catches on my. I, I, I would run, run back. Yeah, I would love to do something more than just be like, please don't punt or please don't you know drop this. Okay, I I I I'm tired of that. I don't need, I don't need the return of of uh, of Devin Hester or anything like that. I just need somebody who at least brings a little bit of excitement out there, Stoner. I don't want Gibby back there. I don't want Jahan Dotson back there. I want somebody who went to school and did this in his college career to do that. And that man is Kazir from UCLA. Dax is going to probably be your fourth or fifth wide receiver right now. He Dax is. ain't making this team if that guy makes the team. He's making this team, bro. Outside okay, of then Dax Dotson, is not. Dotson, McLaurin, and Samuel. Who's who's that? Who's next? Dami Brown, maybe. Mm -hmm. After that, who's who's next? Who cares? Exactly. Dax Milne, and then you sign this kid. There's your six. Alex Erickson's gone. Cam Sims been gone. And I know we've got that sample kid who's six six, but we don't use yeah, he's a practice receivers squad. Yeah, he's very a practice well. Squad guy. Because for one, we don't get into the red zone that often for us to be able to use a six six cut receiver. And second, Terry is our 50-50 ball catcher. So really a big wide receiver. We don't really use them. We waste them and try to convert them to tight ends, and then they decide to retire. Gandy Golden. Uh, what's his name from TCU? The other Dotson kid who's supposed to be our 50 50 guy. How'd that work out? So I don't care if he's 6'6 six, six or 7'6. We don't use big receivers the correct way at all, anyway. So, and I dag on for sure ain't going to use one who's an undrafted free agent. So, yeah, Dax Mill is going to make this squad as a receiver. Sorry to okay. break your heart. No, that's that's fine. As a receiver, I'm not still a returner. I still then, got a problem with this dude over here. Difference maker in the punt return game. An undrafted free agent is going to be a difference maker. Steven Sims. Literally just talking about him return. as a return specialist. Yeah, bro. Yeah, at, yeah an undrafted maker. free agency the yeah, player the can absolutely make a difference maker. All right, as how about a, this? Steven Sims just bring the, the ball out to the 30-yard line. I'm tired hey, of sitting at the 25. How about how many times, Stoner, did you bet, put a little dollar dollar on, oh, this, this is the game that they're going to get to the 45-yard line I'm and it not turns. happen? Yeah. Kick returns with Gibby yeah. back there. Not no, okay. we do not need Gibby back there. Now you now you have a guy in Casimir Allen who's, by the way, his RAS score is horrendous. Let horrendous. me just say this right now. And you guys, you guys are talking a lot of smack. <laughs> about an undrafted free agent that nobody had ever heard of until two days ago. He's not making the team. How's that? 
It could he's be, not making the team. It could not. I, we're talking about who has the. You best said chance. he's a difference maker. I in said the he has game. the chance, Stoner, to no, be a difference maker. You said he's the. He's. I said he could be a difference, difference maker. He could be. He could he be. Can't. He can't. Sorry, he can't. Out of if all a, the players that I listed off, Stoner, yeah, he's got the best chance. I think at being a difference maker. As the punt returner slash kick returner, strictly well, as a return now you've specialist. Moved the bar. Uh, if you want to take. The undrafted Do we need to guys. replay you moving the bar earlier? <laughs> if you, okay, fine. But now I'm calling you out. <laughs> if you guys want to say he has the best chance out of the undrafted free agents, maybe I can I can yeah. buy in. I, I, I do think but he has the best chance. He's not going to be a difference maker on this team as a returner. Period. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> then who will be that's already on the squad? Who? I don't know that they have one or they will have one. This, okay, that's my point. This guy was in school doing that for pretty much all his career. He's a natural born person at that position. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're taking a Gibby or how many Jack teams Merrill. are out there in college football? A lot in Division One. Let's just say I don't know. A lot. 122, 122 a lot. guys doing this. A lot. So 122 different guys were doing exactly what this Casimir Allen was doing. Okay. How many of them so, were that good at it, though? Okay, 50. Was he that good at it, or did he have <laughs> one that he, he returned to the house? He had something the team saw was something yeah, special. We're them. dreaming big. We are dreaming big. Stoner, that's no, fair to call us out. Anything. We're dreaming we're big here. We want actual punt returns is what we want. Yep. I, I just, yeah, I'm sorry to Dax Milne, but I, I just can't. I just no. don't want another guy out there. Just go ahead and run some routes. Please don't fumble. Steal some like, more girls. I, I want, I want some exciting. <laughs> want something exciting here. Um, by the way, yes, uh, Raz scores the athletic scores. It, it, it doesn't matter. Can they play? Here's, here's the thinking behind the athletic scores. Okay, if you have somebody who is physically gifted, you try to teach them the game. It's a lot easier than getting a person who knows the game. Myself, Trav, and Stoner might all know the game and know where we're supposed to be and everything. But if we are a second slower than we need to be, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I know what where I'm supposed to be. If I can't get to where I'm supposed to be in, this, in the time I'm needed, it doesn't matter. So that's why, especially late round guys, I like to look at their athletic ability because you know if they're at least athletic, athletically good, <laughs> gifted then i can teach them the game that's that's the only reason why i put that out there yep andrew he is totally a negative nelly today absolutely who i am yeah I mean, it's you guys such a negative nelly how many <laughs> how many touchdown returns did casimir Allen have in his 17 years that he was in ucla yeah yeah uh, yeah. Uh, yeah i think we're, again we're dreaming right. here on his ability it's zero gonna work fair had, fair you know point. who had as many as he did that's this known. guy i <laughs> had as many as he did many touchdowns returns touchdowns i did uh, uh, speaking of what you're capable of uh a lot of people not thinking that uh, or like when i brought up the 50 passes per game like the team doesn't trust them and the people are like oh if he's passing that many times then washington's losing uh patrick mcholmes only using him because of the EB reference here, uh, did in say? fact throw average, average Ooh. 38 pass attempts a game. So if he averaged 38, he probably hit 50 a couple times there. So let's just yeah, not sure. let's not throw it out. This is a passing league. 
sometimes you pass to move the ball. And because it's a passing league, you need those defensive backs. That's what Washington did with these first two rounds. They neglected the linebacker position. Now there happens to be a linebacker out there right now whose fifth-year option was declined. Does Washington go for him? We'll talk about that here coming up in the cool down. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 